Hello and welcome back to season two of the Five Star Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Arwen from Even Star Wellbeing and I'm delighted to be here as your host. This season we'll continue to, of course, focus on your well-being and all aspects of that, including Even Star Five Star Wellbeing, which covers food, sleep, movement, surroundings, and being. And being, in case you're wondering, is absolutely everything else everything I view as a holistic way to improve your health and well-being I am currently training in medical astrology to add that feather to my cap and I'm delighted to bring you some feature episodes on astrology and the zodiac and uh, also continue to interview other experts and specialists in different areas of well-being. I really hope you enjoy this series. Please make sure that you share it and rate it and that will help other people to find it. Thank you so much and be well. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Five Star Wellbeing Podcast. We're up to the fourth in my astrology series and talking about the fourth sign of the zodiac, cancer. I'm recording this in the middle of cancer season for 2021 and I also happen to be recording in the middle of yet another lockdown here in Melbourne, Australia, which is just perfect cancer energy time because cancer is all about being at home it's all about home and family so that is what we are stuck with in yet another lockdown so it does seem like perfect timing although I would have much preferred the universe to make other arrangements for me in any case you are going to learn all about cancer in regards to health and well-being so we're talking about the body aspects of cancer the body parts ruled by cancer ailments that are common to people who have a big cancer element in their chart remedies and lifestyle medicine for cancer foods herbs and essential oils we also definitely talk about some personality aspects of cancer so it's really an interesting chat for anyone who has some cancer in their chart or knows somebody who does. If you'd like to find out whether that does actually apply to you, then please feel free to book a reading with me. I would love to work with you and work out which signs of the zodiac are most pertinent to your health and well-being. But in the meantime, please enjoy this discussion. Well, hello everyone and welcome to Cancer Season. I am Arwen from Evenstar Wellbeing. Welcome to my astrology series edition for this time. And we are up to the fourth constellation, fourth sign of the zodiac, Cancer. And I am coming to you from lockdown in Melbourne, Australia and cancer season is the energy is really strong because we are all locked into our homes and with our immediate families and that is what this constellation is all about so let's just dive straight into it 
So really, yeah, this energy of cancer after we've exhausted ourselves with all the buzzing around, both mentally and, you know, often physically of the, of the, excuse me, Gemini energy of the previous astrological season, it's now time to come back home for some nourishing, protective nurturance during cancer season. So just being aware that I do work with the sidereal zodiac if you're new to this series and the sidereal approach to astrology considers uh, astrology from the actual placement of the stars. So it's really a combination of astrology and astronomy. And uh, if you do want a bit more information about sidereal astrology, then please check out the first in this series where I discuss Aries, the first sign of the zodiac, but also go into a bit more depth about sidereal astrology and why I'm using this system rather than the most common tropical Western system. But I won't go into that again now. So, so Cancer season in sidereal astrology runs from the 18th of July to the 8th of August. And so that that period of time is when the sun actually rises in the constellation of Cancer. And it, so it's a pretty small constellation. That's it's I think it's exactly three weeks that period of time. So um, it's it's a it's a small period of time that we're actually in this the energy of cancer. And yes, when you do read more about sidereal astrology, you'll learn that those dates are not set in stone. They change over a period of 72 years. So there'll be a movement of one day in that period of time. And um, that uh, system or, or the reason for that is called precession and there is again more about that in the Aries piece so who really needs to take notice of me talking about cancer certainly people who are born between July the 17th now noting that I'm saying the 17th not the 18th because of that change over a period of time so depending on how old you are um, potentially if you were born on the 17th of July rather than the 18th and it was a number of years ago it may be that the sun was in fact in cancer on the 17th at that time so we're looking at people born between July the 17th and August the 8th um, if you are born in that window then that means your sun sign is in cancer and you identify as a cancer um, you're most likely to see yourself as gentle as caring sensitive and brimming with empathy people who have a bit of understanding of their astrology chart and remembering that it's really important to consider much more than just your sun sign so if your moon or your ascendant your rising sign are in cancer then the information i'm going to give you is still really pertinent so if your moon is in cancer this means that you need to feel cancer qualities for emotional health you need to be able to both give and receive love warmth and security in relationships with people that you care about if on the other hand your ascendant or your rising sign is cancer that means that this is the sign that was on the eastern horizon when you were born and this is what you are becoming in this lifetime you're developing these qualities throughout your life so you're becoming intuitive reflective and tenacious 
Lastly, again, for those who can read their birth chart, if you have cancer um, in your sixth house, so especially if it's on the cusp of your sixth house, but if cancer appears in your sixth house, and if you don't know what I'm talking about here, again, there's a bit more information in the piece on Aries. Um, the sixth house, house the is the area of life relating to health and well-being or sometimes termed the house of health and illness but I much prefer to call it the house of health and well-being so what I'm going to talk about in this piece is all to do with health and well-being because that is my work so if cancer is appearing in this house for you then this information is certainly pertinent and um, if you would like to have some more information about if cancer and anything to do with cancer is relevant to you then please sign up to get a reading done with me and I'd be very very happy to help you work that out of course also if you're in a significant relationship with somebody who has cancer as a really important part of their chart so someone who's your child or your partner your parent or even a work colleague that you work closely with then this information is certainly going to be relevant as well because as well as the health and well-being aspects we certainly talk a bit about personality so cancer is the first of the three water signs in the zodiac it drenches its loved ones with solicitude with protection and emotional expression water classically represents emotion and all the water signs will experience emotions running deeply through them they'll have an innate need to express these emotions openly and with regularity water signs are able to instinctively empathize with others and they need to take care that they don't drown themselves in doing this or open themselves up too easily to manipulation due to their excessive empathy water signs can be highly imaginative and can also be oversensitive which is a bit of a horrible expression and I'm saying this as someone who has a massive overdose of water in their sign uh, sorry in their zodiac chart um, but you know they're, they're just highly sensitive we really shouldn't say oversensitive should we they're highly sensitive people Cancer is also the second of the four cardinal mode signs. The first one was Aries. So the cardinal nature of cancer brings us into our humanity. It's the first sign that is associated with relationships as we've moved onto the right side of the zodiac wheel. So we kind of, we start at, if you were thinking of a clock, we start at um, nine o'clock and we're actually moving backwards so we're now between six o'clock and five o'clock if you are looking at a clock so we're on the right side of the chart of the zodiac wheel and so cancer really grounds us into ourselves with feelings after all the action of aries the sensation of taurus and the thinking of gemini 
So I discussed last time when we were talking about Gemini that equating the zodiac with the seasons begins to become increasingly tr tricky from Gemini. So you might like to have a look back at Aries and Taurus and indeed Gemini where I've talked about those signs in relation to the seasons of the year. So Western tropical astrology still tends to make this association between the seasons and the zodiac but it really only works in the northern hemisphere hemisphere and not where I am in the southern hemisphere so in that context in the northern hemisphere in the tropical uh, western zodiac cancer season is the first third of summer so it's really the beginning of summer that cardinal aspect of summer in uh, sidereal astrology, of course, we're into July, so it's midsummer. But in actual fact, I really have a big problem equating cancer, um, that cold, watery, emotional energy of cancer with summer. And in fact, I think it, it relates better to winter, where indeed it is in the southern hemisphere. So, you know, we tend to focus on our home, turning ourselves, our thoughts, our actions inward and protecting ourselves from the harsh winter elements with coziness and with loving nourishment. And that is all over cancer. So the uh, sign, sorry, the planet of Cancer is the moon. So Cancer is ruled by the moon, the watery emotional moon. And unlike some other planets, this constellation is the only one that the moon rules. Most people can relate to feeling different types of emotions with the different phases of the moon each month. And that is because the moon indeed does rule our feeling emotional selves. And we all know as well that the moon controls the tides and after all our bodies are 60 to 80 percent water so it's really no wonder that some people go a little bit bonkers at a full moon the symbol of cancer is the crab and a perfect symbol for this sign it is a water creature that carries its home on its back to protect its delicate sensitive flesh with a strong protective shell the crab also, of course, has sharp pincers to protect itself with from predators. Just try testing a cancer's instinct to protect the ones it loves and you will feel those pincers do their job. In astrology, as I've said in each of the previous sessions in this, in this uh, series, uh, the chart is divided into 12 houses which all refer to 12 different aspects of life so if a planet or a sign is in a house that gives us the information about which area of life their energy will really be felt and each of the signs also rules one of the houses and so that means that they have a particular area of life in which they're most comfortable and have a natural affinity with for cancer as the fourth sign it rules the fourth house and the fourth house is all about home and family it's at the nadir or the bottom of the astrological wheel as i explained before that between six six o'clock and five o'clock on a clock and the fourth house depicts where we come from so the often unconscious impacts of your upbringing 
your parents, particularly your mother or whomever is the more unconditional parent will be represented in the fourth house. The fourth house contains our heritage and family traditions, including from a health perspective, the traditional foods and ways of eating and ways of cooking that become our soul foods. In this house is also real estate as an area of life, but especially the home. And land is more of an asset that would sit in the second house with Taurus. Uh, however, nurturing ourselves from the land, so things like farming and gardening all relate to the fourth house as well. Each sign of the zodiac also has a particular body type associated with it, which we've spoken about before, and they're, re in, they're related to the elements. So for cancer, it's the water body type that will be what is relevant. And that body type is round and soft, tending towards a pear shape. So that means, what this means is not necessarily if you have a cancer sun sign that that's your, more likely to be your body type but if water is dominant in your chart that is more likely to be your body chart type you're more likely to have a bit of a cuddly build water signs tend to have a slow metabolism and can easily gain excess weight and retain water um, and it can be true that it's as well as if the water element is the dominant um, one, but also if water, you have water and on your ascendant. So our first house, which is on the ascendant, that eastern horizon, so that nine o'clock on the clock um, is uh, related to the body. So if you've got water there, then you're going to have a tendency towards that cuddly build. From an Eastern medical point of view, the cancer constitution tends to be cold and wet, which makes sense because it's all about water. So cancer rules a number of body parts, as do each of the signs, and they are the stomach, the breasts, the pericardium and chest cavity, the uterus, the synovial capsules of joints, vertebral discs, salivary glands and mucous membranes. So it's a lot of things which are hollow spaces and related to watery substances. So this means that cancer, where cancer is dominant in a chart, um, that person will tend towards ailments in these areas so common ones are obviously injuries to or illnesses in those areas digestive issues including food allergies gall and bladder stones endometriosis and menstrual difficulties fluid retention anxiety and hypochondria Due to their highly emotional constitution, cancer people tend to have a great susceptibility towards experiencing physical illnesses from their emotional state. Now, I would say as an energy healer, this is true for everyone, but they've just got a higher susceptibility to it. So it's going to take less emotion for a cancer and indeed a watery person to feel that in the physical body. Their whole nature is also extremely receptive. They're all about receiving and that makes them very likely to unfortunately receive viruses and bugs from other people. They're likely to catch colds and other communicable infections. 
I always like to talk about the signs of the zodiac in relation to the seven energy centers as well, or chakras as they're more commonly known. And Cancer has really strong connections to the second energy center and the fourth energy center. So the second I like to call the creation energy. It's also called the sacral chakra and it is our emotional energy center so there hello cancer and then the fourth is the heart chakra and I like to call this one the love energy and this is all about both giving and receiving love so absolutely resonant with cancer as well let's talk a little bit about even star five star well-being approaches for cancer So there's five aspects that I like to consider with people in regards to their health and well-being. The first one we're going to talk about is movement. So definitely movement in or near water is really going to be wonderful for cancer. So swimming, canoeing, kayaking, surfing, paddleboarding, windsurfing, or just walking by a body of water by the beach or along a river will be great sleep obviously important for everyone so sleep is number two in the five star well-being approach um cancer need sleep especially because it gives them time to get in touch with their subconscious and turn inwards rather than constantly giving their energy outwards to other people as they do when they're awake if anxiety is an issue which it is very common in cancer then energy healing can be really beneficial for improving sleep the third aspect of five star well-being is being And this is um, really everything else. It's um, everything, every aspect of life that isn't covered in the other four aspects. So with being, we're talking for cancer about doing creative activities. That's really important, really important to channel emotional energy through creativity. Journaling can also be really helpful to help cancer people process their feelings. They do need to be careful to take time for themselves because their tendency is to constantly nurture other people. So they need to do a bit of that nurturing for themselves. Also here, it's great to talk about bark flowers, which are um, homeopathic flower remedies that have been around for a very, very long time. And the one that is really great for cancer is clematis. There are others and which ones I'd recommend would um, depend on exactly what you're dealing with. Then let's talk about food, aspect four of five-star well-being. Cancerians are the emotional eaters of the zodiac, so they really need to take extra care to make careful choices with foods when they're under stress. They need lots of water to really help improve their digestion and also their hydration levels because they're so watery, they need to keep that up. They need plain, well-cooked foods, so soup is a great example. Um, Foods that have the mineral calcium fluoride in them are especially important for cancer. So that includes rye, cabbage, pumpkin, grapes, oranges and lemons. Other vegetables that are great for cancers are onions, leeks, cauliflower, lettuce, mushrooms, turnips and potatoes. Dried fruits are really good for cancer as well. Prunes and raisin in particular. Do please make sure that you only buy organic sulfite free dried fruits though. 
And cancers also need to take care with dairy because they're so mucousy and dairy has really commonly understood mucus forming properties. So that's often one to avoid for cancer people. And some herbs that are great for cancer to eat are parsley, chives and dandelion. There's a lot of herbs as well that cancer can use for um, in herbs as teas. So chamomile, raspberry leaf, peppermint or spearmint, marshmallow root and St. John's wort are some that are really great. And then, of course, surroundings. I love to talk about essential oils, which really work on all aspects of well-being, but um, they're working through your surroundings. So you breathe them in and then they work on your brain to alter your emotional state. So the ones that I would recommend for cancer are Melissa, Vetiver, Roman Chamomile, Peppermint, Spearmint, White Fur, Rose, Pettigrain, myrrh and marjoram and manuka so also manuka honey would be a really good thing for cancerians to have at home so i hope all that information was useful please feel free to get in touch if you would like to understand more about cancer in your own astrology chart i'd really love to work with you on that and there'll be a link for you to do that in the meantime enjoy the rest of the cancer season stay stay snugly and nourished and warm and i will see you again next time so I hope that you enjoyed that and found it really informative all you Cancerians out there and indeed anyone else who has a big water element in their chart like yours truly. Uh, and of course if you have a cancer moon or a cancer rising as well as a cancer sun or you know someone who does then this would have all been really useful information for you so I hope that you found that that was the case if you'd like to find out if that does that information you've just heard does really apply to you or which indeed which signs of the zodiac are most important for your health and well-being then I'd really love for you to book in a reading with me just hop on over to the show notes and there's a link for you to be able to do that and if you've got any questions then do feel free to please get in touch with me and again there's a link in the show notes for you to be able to do that in the meantime enjoy the rest of your cancer season and i'll look forward to talking to you again next time be well